So we've seen the three Chalakim already in the person, his nefesh, his physical side, his ruch, his identity, his personality, and his neshama, his connection to Hashem. Now these aren't three separate things. In other words, they're, they're levels, but they connect to each other. They connect to each other. And therefore, it's not like a person is holding by either one or the other one. The, the, each one is connected to the one on top of it. Why is this important? So just as an example, something which he's going to say himself later, so I'll explain it now to bring out the point. You know, when a person is alive, so within his body there's a connection of all three. His nefesh, his rach, and even his nesham, which touches his body. Let's say it hovers above him, like we saw last time. But within the person's body, there's a connection of nefesh, rach, and nesham. Which means, really, the one extreme is the nefesh, the physical side of a person. The other extreme is the nesham. A person's sense of self, a person's identity, is somewhere in between. Now like we saw beforehand, therefore, it's up to the person to decide if he wants to connect himself to his body and he want, or he wants to connect himself to his neshama being as the ruach is in the middle so it, it's, it has a connection to both and the question is which, which way is he going to focus on is he going to focus on connecting himself to his body or is he going to focus on connecting himself to his neshama and then sometimes you get a person who is uh, somewhere in the middle sometimes he's connected one way sometimes the other way now Let's look at the Gemara for a moment in Chagiga. The Gemara says an interesting thing. The Gemara is talking there about a topic, which uh, interesting topic. The Gemara asks um, that is death painful or not? So the Gemara there is a story about Rav Nachman, the teacher of Rava. That when he died, so Rava was with him, and afterwards Rava asked him in a dream. Uh, was experience of dying painful. And the notion that Rav Nachman gave him, he said it was like putting a hair out of milk. Sometimes you have a, like a thing of milk with the hair floating on the top. So he said it was uh, it was like separating a hair from milk. That's, that will explain what the Marshall means in a minute. And the Gemara Zakash on that. The Gemara Zakash from somewhere else, it says that, uh, that, that death is painful it's like tears in the shamat of the ruach at the body, so it's, it is painful, it's like tearing something. And the Gemara's basic answer is it depends if the person's a tzaddik or a rasha. What does it mean? Let's explain like this. When a person's alive, his nefesh, ruach, and the shamat are all connected within his body. When a person dies, what happens is that those three things disconnect. The bond which held them in place, the life that a person has, is no longer there, and therefore they separate. And now what's going to happen? The Neshama is going to go back to Shemaim. That's where it came from, that's what it's going back to. Like we say every day. Neshama Shinrasa to be Tahirahi. It's going to go back up to Shemaim where it came from. We spoke about the Neshama as the breath in Hashem's mouth. It's going to go back to where it's Shorish. It's going to go back to Shemaim. The body. And the body stays down here. The Nefesh stays with the body. And like we saw before, we found the Gavilna going. And that's why Kever of Atzalik is where the Nefesh is, the Nefesh is with the body. So the difference between the Nefesh and the Shama, they've separated. They're far apart from each other. And now the big question is, where does the Ruach go? Because really that's the person's identity. So where is the person? It goes with the Nefesh or it goes with the Shama? 
Now here becomes the critical question because because even though while a person was alive and they're all in the same place, um, he could go follow one or the other one. But when they're pulling apart in different directions, now which way is he going to go? And this is really the question of who the person is. Why? Because the Ruach is going to go to where it's more attached. The Ruach is going to go to wherever it's more strongly attached to. And therefore for the Tzadik, or the person who's on the whole of Tzadik, and therefore the connection of the Ruach to the Neshama is stronger than the connection of the Ruach to the body. Maybe a person sometimes followed his physical desires, whatever it's going to be. But on the whole, he was following his Neshama. So then the Ruach is going to follow the Neshama to Shemaim. The Ruach is going to follow the Neshama to Shemaim. Now, how difficult is, is it to separate the Ruach from the body? In other words, on the one hand, it has, it has its connected to the Neshama, and therefore it's going to go with, together with the Neshama to Shemaim. But on the other hand, it was also connected on the other side to the Nefesh. How hard is it going to be to separate the Ruach from the Nefesh? So that I can go to Shemaim. As I said, we have three things linked to each other. Nefesh, connected to the Ruach, and to the Neshama. Now the Neshama and the Nefesh are putting apart. Where's the Ruach going? So whichever you're going to put it, it's going to tear somewhere. Right? It's going to have to break a connection with one of them. So if the connection point is stronger to the Neshama, that's going to pull the Ruach with it. It's going to have to break, it's going to have to disconnect from the body. How painful is that? That the Ruach has to leave the body. So this is what the Gemara is talking about. We mentioned before. It depends how strong it's attached. It depends how strong it's attached. If it's not attached, it just happens to be like touching it because that's the point with the contact. But it's not attached, it doesn't hurt to separate it. And that was of Nachman's marshal. That it's like a solid and a liquid which don't attach to each other. It's just lying on top of it. There's maybe a surface tension. There's no attachment. So it's just, you, you put it off. It, there's, there's no, it's, it, it's, it detaches easily because there's nothing holding it together. Masha Anke, for a person who's more attached to their body, so it's more painful to be torn apart. There's more a stronger connection that has to break. And that's all in the realm of the Tzaddik. It's all in the realm of the Tzaddik because what's happening with him is the connection to his Neshama is stronger so he's going to go with his Neshama. What happens the other direction? What happens to the person whose connection to his body is stronger? And his connection to his Neshama is either very very weak or non-existent. What happens to him? So what happens to him? I mean, it's not a pleasant thing to talk about but we're explaining this again because I'll say what happens to him is then the Shama goes up to Shemaim, where it was meant to go to. The Ruach stays down here with the body. And the, the, the connection to the body is much stronger. And therefore the Ruach is going to stay, be held down here with the body. And then the Shama goes off by itself. The Ruach of a person goes up the Ma'ala, follows the Shama up. The Ruach of a person is like an animal, a behemoth. It stays down here with the nefesh. It doesn't go. It's nothing to put it up. Okay, what happens to it? Now the ruach is a problem. The ruach is a problem because the atom, the ruach, lives inside a person, but the person's dead. So the, the ruach can't reconnect to the body because the body is no longer. On the other hand, the ruach can't go up to Shemayim. There's nothing for it to connect to Shemayim. So the ruach becomes harmless. It doesn't have a place. It loses the place of the body because the body died and there's nowhere else to go. Or it doesn't have connection to the Neshama. This is the terminology in Kabbalah which we call the Kafa Kera. The Kafa Kera comes from a Pasuk which is the Samamish of the Pasuk is talking about. 
we'll see in a moment. Literally what it means, a kada is a sling. A sling works basically if I take a stone, I put it in a sling, and I stick a bullet back, I let go. So it's going to shoot up as fast as high as it can because of the force of the elastic rebounding. But what's going to happen, it's going to get to a certain point, and the gravity's going to kick and it's going to fall again. And I can shoot it up a second time, and it's going to go up as high as it goes, and eventually gravity's going to stop and it's going to fall back down. That's what happens to the Ruach of a Russia. He tries to go up to Shemaim, there's nothing to attach to the Shemaim. He's going to fall back down. And there's nothing to do here, because he doesn't have a body anymore. So he's going to try to go up again. But again, he's going to hold on to. He doesn't have the Nisham which he's connected to. So it's in the state of being nowhere, basically. Now, where's the Pasuk? Which we learned from? The Pasuk is in Shmuel. Abigail tells the king, David HaMelech, she says to him, when you die, V'hoisa nefesh adoni tsurura v'tsurara chayim is Hashem Elekecha. The nefesh of my master should be tsuru, tied, with the tsurara of life to Hashem. That's in the Shema. Because when you die, you're a tzaddik. So in that you'll, you'll be tied together, you'll have a connection to the Neshama. So you'll be connected to Hashem through the Neshama. But for nefesh shevecho, the souls of your enemies who are not tzaddikim, what's going to happen to them? They're going to go up and down the skafakela and they're going to connect to. And that's a certain level of oinish, which in a way is worse than Gehinnom. Gehinnom is a purification process. I'll just about it in the Ekrim Kafakele is not a purification process, it's being nowhere. It's being de- detached from everything. A person loses his home, he loses his identity. Okay, so that, that, that's the side. When the three are connected, the Nefesh, Rach, and Shama are connected within a person, so then it's easy for the person. He can choose which way he wants to connect. The Rach is situated in the middle. He can connect to his Nefesh, he can connect to his Rach, his, his uh, Nefesh. But uh, when it becomes something which is uh, significant is when the two separate, which way is the Ruach going to get built? Right, so that's the introduction that we're going to talk about now in Nefesh HaChayim. Nefesh HaChayim was the second point also, and that is Trevor. We spoke about the connection within the person. The second point is going to be the concept of Trevor, which we're going to discuss. And then we say, Perakid Zayin. In the Vayar, Inyan, Hizkashus, Agimel, Bechinus, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Echel, Bechavere, the way that these three levels connect to each other, and why it's important to talk about this, because for who you say, the Eka, Inyan, Trevor. And this we can understand how to do Trevor. And therefore, the, the result, the benefit of learning this is the way to remove the avarice from the sin, from the soul, the nefesh of the person who did them, and to purify it from the chela, from the, the dirt, the uh, filth of its of its stomach. Now he's going to explain the next parak. But before we get to the next parak, let's talk about this parak. How these three things, the person's nefesh, his ruach, and the shema connect. So he's going to explain to us. How much a person has to pay attention to all all what he's doing to serve Hashem? What, what does he have to pay attention to? That the way he does his mitzvahs is in the best possible way. Which means using all three aspects of the person. The action, the speech, which comes from the ruach, and the machshav, which comes from the mind. And never always check what he's doing, both his maizim, with the of his speech, and his thoughts. Why? Because Maybe he hasn't done everything that Baruch Hu wants him to do. Each person is a different level. 
Maybe he hasn't done what Hashem wants him based on his level to do. And therefore, call Yom of his whole life, Yosef Omitz, must put more effort into Torah and Mitzvahs. The Hashem Nefshah Veruch Ibn Shmosai, Mutaharim Kashem Nusana. To return his Nishama to Hashem as Torah as Hashem gave it to him. After the person can see clearly, Hashem is doing it in order to reward him. And in order to reward people, Hashem is also shaykh al taqonis and nefesh achaytes. Hashem also makes provision for persons that are various, and he wants to do tshuva, because the chance to do tshuva. Shagami kfar nitzpah ba'aymek m'sura sarah. Even if a person is already sunk in the in the quagmire, which means in the in the like the suction of uh, quicksand of ra of doing bad, a person can re- replace everything he's done wrong. He can reconnect. Now this is a certain aspect of tshuva we didn't think about. We know about tshuva as being something that a person has opportunity to do to do tshuva. We say which means to say sorry, which means to have charata, which means not to do it again. Now we see another aspect of Trevor, and that is that we spoke about a person doing things by, with his mice. It's not just uh, 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 he randomly made a mistake and, that, and therefore Kilo is being punished for his bad decision. That's much more than that. The whole story of Nevesh Chaim has been that a person is creative. A person creates mitzvahs, a person creates a virus. A person is creating a spiritual kayak. And if that's the case, how does Trevor work? How does Trevor work? He's, he's created this Dovara. It exists. How does Shabbat work? So that's what's going to explain. And that comes from this understanding of how the Nefesh Rach and the Shammah connect to each other. Va'inyan, to explain. Ki yodua b'sayed in Shtal Shosayram. So we know from the way that Hashem made the world in different levels. Shabbachina hal yoyna. Shabbachol oylam miskashim abachina tachtoyna shal oylam shalom. When you have level one, level two, level three, level four, all each level is underneath each other, the way they connect to each other is that the lowest point of the one level connects to the highest point of the second level. That's the like a chain. Each one on, on top of the other one. And again, the meeting point is always the highest point of the one and also the lowest point of the previous level. That's they meet up with each other. And he brings the Zad, it says, the Kudu Amin, all the worlds, Miskashun, Dabu, 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 Every level connects to the level on top of it. Like a Shoshara, it's like a chain. Each one connects to one on top of it. And therefore, since each one can connect to one on top of it, if they're all connected, then if one pulls the one, they'll all come with it. Right? There's a connection between each one. There's already said about the connection between the Nefesh and the Rakhim and the Shama. There also all three levels are connected. And therefore he says, The three levels of the Nefesh and the Shama, I just want to praise Mizor, we'll come back to you later. He says in the next paragraph, The three levels of the Nefesh and the Shama of a person, He called the Nefesh and Every level of these t- levels is kol me'esu b'chinas. It's really made up of ten smaller ones we call spheres. But b'chinas halyonish la'nefesh, which means the highest level of the lowest le- of the lowest part of a person, which is his nefesh. Ne'achazus u'miskasharis ma'b'chinas ha'tachtoyna ha'siris shalav'chinas arach. So if we consider the levels within the nefesh of one to ten, the number one, the highest of the nefesh, connects to the number ten of the ruch, which means the lowest level of the level on top of it. But b'chinas halyonish la'nefesh, the same thing, the highest point of the ruch. So all three levels connect to each other. And what about the Neshama? The Neshama came from the source where the Neshama came from, which as we said before, is a collective of the Neshama of Klai Yisrael. So it connects to 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 Yisrael.
to each one connects to them on top of it. We got a the before. Which means What it means that that is a big insight. And that is because each level is connected to the level on top of it. So the master, when a person goes a step up, a person grows a level. So which part of him goes up a level? And if you think about it, that means all of him. A person is all connected. Right? Every level is connected. So if I have a chain of 20, 30, 40, 50 links, whatever it's going to be, and then I pull out the top of the chain, what's going to happen? Everything's going to go up a bit. The whole thing climbs the level because since they're all connected, you're going to pull the top part up, so as a result, everything goes up a step two. This is the aside of why a greater person, his body also becomes more Kaddish. You think the body isn't a spiritual thing? On the contrary. A body has taivas, a body has badmiris, a body has a rotten to be materialistic, to be magushim. So in a khanami, a person learns, a person does mitzvahs, a person does a virus Hashem. How does it affect his body? Good for his neshama, he's, he's doing a lot. How does it affect his body? And the answer is, because it's all one chain. And therefore, a step up means everything goes up a level. It just, it's a chain effect. As you pull the top up, everything goes up too. And therefore, he says like this. He brings the Zion back in his tremor. Kadahi ruach salka visatra. When the ruach goes up and becomes a crown, which means it goes to a high level, ahi nefesh miskasha bahi ruach. Since the nefesh is connected to the ruach, ve'is nahiris mina gets its life from the nefesh, the ruach, which is a high level. The ruach miskasha goyin nishmasa. The ruach on the other end is connected to the neshama. So we have nefesh connected to ruach, ruach connected to neshama. Vahu neshama miskasha is by itself, and neshama connects to Hashem. Lachadain iu naicha dekola kishkur dekola. They're all connected. What levels on will also affect the nefesh, which is lower down. Since they're all connected to each other, so even the lowest part of a person's bats are connected to Hashem. That's what I'm saying. Because to say is that since by Tzadik, all the Chalokim within him are connected to each other. So therefore, even the lowest part of a person, his nefesh, will is connected to Hashem. Yes, it's Derech the Ruach, Derech the Neshama, Derech the Neshama Chayish, or whatever it is, but they're all connected. And that's the Zeroin, that's the Pasuk says, Ki Chedek Hashem Amoy, Yaakov Chevod HaChalose. Which means, Klai Shal Zechedek Hashem, Medubokim Kiviyachal Boi Yisbarach, Hidei Yiskashu, Sagim Bechena Sala. Just like if you have a chain, everything's connected to the chain, all the, the whole chain is just one thing is connected, by a person also. A person is connected to Hashem in every sense because since within the person everything is connected, so you it's just like one chain. Now what does it mean? Let's explain now. What does it mean? How does a how does a person go after step like I said before? How does it what way do you say a person is all connected at the same time? How do you understand that? So before we explain it, let's just talk about the Matthias we see. And that is, we see that there's a, ch- a chiddush in Torah, which we don't find as, a, as by wisdom as, as such. And that is, we say that a chiddush in Torah, that a person who learns Torah, that cha- his body becomes more kaddish as a person. It changes, not just he has more knowledge in his mind, it changes the person. What's the reason for that? Why should I do that? Why should I do that? 
So let's explain the simple way, and let's explain the deeper way. The simple way is like this. We spoke about always that the, the chiyos Hashem sends to a person is right, the, the life force, the kayak, the energy, the, the, the chef, whatever you're going to call it. That sends to, Hashem sends to a person. That's what, he has, that's, what, that's what gives him his ability to do things. If HaKadosh Baruch is going to stand more, so they're able to do more. Now, just in a simple example, right? When a, if, if a person will get an extra boost of energy, let's say, for a simple example first, so it doesn't mean that necessarily you've given more strength to his legs. His legs are the same legs, his arms are the same arms. You've given him more kayak to do, so he'll be able to run faster, he'll be able to do more, right? It's not, it's not necessarily you've made him stronger. If, if a person feels weak because he doesn't have any energy, and you give him something to boost his energy level, so then maybe he can use all khalaq from his body better. He has more, more ability to do. So first to say it is like this. The way that all the levels connect is because they all need khiyus. They're only the kayak which Hashem sends to them. And the way that a person reacts is the more khiyus Hashem sends, so you may, the, 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 the more kayak everything is going to have. And therefore, since it's all connected, if Hashem sends a person more khiyus, it applies to all, 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 all parts of him. It'll start from the top and come down even to his body. So I have more khiyas. It gives, it gives him an extra level. An extra ability. That's a simple pshat. That's very straightforward. Right? It's like anything else which needs a certain amount of how much power you give it, how much kayak you give it. And if there's going to be more of a kayak which is coming into it, it'll be able to do more. It's more, more force, more power. But it's not a good also. It's not a good also. This is a little bit deeper. And that is like this. The the being as all the levels in a person are connected. Right? So Lemaisa there's two options. There's two options. If in either direction, whether it's putting up from the top or putting down from the bottom. The one option is if since it's all connected, if you're putting up one thing, you put everything gets pulled along with it. Right? The other option is, which is that if you're gonna pull one side and the other part's not gonna move, then they're gonna tear apart. Right? Let's go again, let's give a simple example. If I have a chain, and I pull the one side of the chain, everything's going to come along. Right? If, but if one side can't move, it's stuck. And I pull the other side hard enough, something's going to break. The question is, where is it going to break? But if, if one side won't move with everything else, there's going to be a detachment. Now, if that's the case, it's impossible for a person's ruach to go to a higher darga and leave the nefesh behind. It doesn't work. If a person's becoming more of a ruchnidik person, Right? And in Imele, he's growing on his level of whatever it is, of Kedusha, his level of Torah, then to leave his body behind means you've made a detachment somewhere. You've detached his mind, so to speak, from his body. That, and, and on his level where he's thinking, the level he's feeling, the level he's is in one place, the level he's acting is somewhere else. That doesn't work. Unless you're going to somehow separate a person, it doesn't work. If his Ruach's going higher, it means all of them is going higher. And if not all of them is going high, it means the Ruach never went anywhere. Right? You can't have both. It's, a, it's like a stira. And we see this as a stira. To have a person on the one hand, we say, is, a, is, is a, on a certain stature, a certain level. But on the other hand, he's acting in a way which doesn't work with that level. If he really is on that level, then he should have been minding himself that he acts that level too. And if he's still acting differently, he's not really on the level. It's a chain. You can't have one without the other one. There's only, like I said, there are only two options. Either everything changes, or something's going to break. And therefore it works both ways. If a person is going to do things which drag him down, it's not just that it drags his body down. It drags his, his ruach down too. 
if a person's going to do Averis or act in a certain way with Midasras, whatever it's going to be, which means the way he's acting is putting him down, it's putting his, his ne- it's putting not, not, not just his body, his nefesh down, it's putting down his ruch. And he made it, he made it, it'll be hard of him to, to feel a connection to Hashem, it'll be hard of him to understand the Torah, it'll be hard of him to reach the levels on before. Got there yet, right? If a person is going up, if a person is going up, so then all of them is going to go up because the, the ruach is going to pull the body with it. And that's why, as a person gets greater, we may or we expect what happens is his body gets to a higher place too. He's not going to enjoy the same kind of like physicality he enjoyed before. He's not going to act in the same fashion. It's going to it's going to change him as well. Now, as I said, option number one is the whole chain gets pulled together. Option number two. Is there going to be a separation? And this is where we see it. Where we see it is not between the nefesh and the ruch, they go together. Where we see it is between the nefesh, ruch, and the neshama. Which means if a person is going up, so the neshama is pulling the ruch, the ruch can pull the body too. It doesn't have to separate. We say when a person dies, it separates. But if a person is alive, if the neshama pulls the ruch and the ruch pulls the nefesh, they all go up together. But when it works the other way around, then it doesn't work. If, what's, if the nefesh is pulling a person down, so the nefesh is going to pull the ruach, but it's not going to pull the neshama. This is a yisai. We said the yisai of Trevor. It's not going to pull the neshama. Because the neshama remains connected to Hashem more strongly than it's connected to the person. Like we said, whenever you have two things connected on each end, and you're going to try to separate it, which connection is stronger? The looser link is going to break. And therefore, we said, when a person dies, where is the ruach going to go? What's, where is the connection stronger? To the neshama or to his body? But if you're going the other way around now, a person's still alive. So his nefesh is connected to his ruch, his ruch is connected to his neshama, his neshama is connected to Hashem. Now let's say no, 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 we're talking about a bad person, the Russia. And therefore what's happening is, his nefesh is pulling down. He's getting worse. Getting more sunk into tumor, into taiva, into whatever it is. So the nefesh is going to pull the ruch. And now the ruch tries to pull the neshama, but what happens? We have a problem. Because the neshama on the one hand might be connected to the ruch, but on the other hand the neshama is connected to Hashem. Where's the stronger the connection? For sure to Hashem. And if that's the case, what a person does by going down is he basically is detaching himself from his neshama. The neshama can't go there. So he's just going to detach himself. That's what it's every day. Neshama is not to be tahirahi. The neshama is tar. And even a person done a virus, and if even a person is a can still say that. The neshama is tar. Because you can't metamit. You can metame your body, you can metame your ruch. You can't metame your neshama. It won't work. The neshama is more strongly connected to Hashem than it's connected to you. And if that's the case, the only thing you can do by going down is to detach from it. To detach from it. The Torah talks about this concept. This is what the Torah calls kares. Kares is like a separation. What separates? What's nichras? What gets cut off? The Torah says, if you're going to go down too far, certain avarias which drag a person down too much, so it's going to cut off your neshama. Right now there's a connection, nefesh to rach to neshama. Be careful. Avarias which are too severe, which bring, bring a person down too much, retzicha, chidol shabbos, arayas, just as examples, hikores to kores. You're going to cut off the connection between your rach and your neshama. Because the neshama can't go down. The neshama is going to remain connected to Hashem. The only thing a person can do is he'll go down, but then he'll lose that connection. This is what we're going to see in the next paragraph. It's an amazing thing. In other words, it doesn't, it's not balanced. 
On the one hand, if a person's going up, all of him's going up. His body will go up too, because there's nothing putting his body down. There's nothing under the other side of the body which his body is stuck to, which is holding it down. If he goes up, the body will go up also. Everything will go up. But on the other hand, not everything can go down, because the neshama is connected to Hashem. And if that's the case, if a person wants to go down, the only way it's going to work is by detaching himself from his neshama. The neshama will remain where it was, and a person will detach. Obviously, it's not something a person wants to do. To lose his connection to the shaman. But that's the only way it's shaykh because otherwise, like we said, the chain, everything should move together. And that's the, the same thing we see after a person dies. That when the chain separates, where's the person going to go? The ruach of the person. Is anything going to go? Depends where it's more strongly connected. Same thing in his lifetime. So that what's going to happen to him is depends where the connection is stronger. If the ruach is following the shaman, putting up the body, or the ruach is following the body and detaching from the shaman. I'll finish with something we said before, now I understand it much better. Chazal say, there is reverence, it's from the Zayar, that if it's meant, if a person is working from the top to the bottom, which means the decision making starts in his mind, in his neshama, which is in his mach, and then Mimela pulls his ruach, which is his leib, and then after that, that pulls his covet, his liver, which is his nefesh, that's then everything's going up. That's what you call a melech. The man, which is the mach, pulls the lamb, the lev, which pulls the covet, the lev. That's the way up. Each pull each other. Melech. And if it's the other direction, if it's starting from the bottom, so what starts? The covet starts. So the covet pulls the ruach, which is the lev, and then the opposite word should be something like kalem. Kaf, lamed, mem, right? First covet, then lev, then mach, but it's not. The opposite word is kalef, is a dog, which kaf for covet and lev for the heart. And what happened to the mech? The person's put it down. So the nefesh influences the ruach, which then detaches. You can't pull the neshama down. There's no mem. If it's going backwards, there's no mem. The neshama stays where it was. All happens the person detaches. He becomes a caliph. He loses his connection to his neshama. So, let's see what we want to talk about today. Next time, we'll see.